Hello everybody and welcome to episode 137 of Operation Retroshock, your New Year's Eve 2018 edition of the show. I am one of your hosts, Alan Price, and back alongside me, as always, after a hearty stomach full of Christmas goodies and treats, is Mr... Hello, it's Chris Vint. Um, I can't really talk that much because it too much... Thankfully, we're not recording this at, like, you know, into New Year's Day on the 1st of January because that would just be too much effort and stress and things and nobody needs that. I'm glad you enjoy doing this well, Chris. Thank you very much uh for your enthusiasm. It's nice that we recorded this on the 11th of November, so... um, just 11th of November? Where'd you get that date from? I just thought I'd make up a date. And that's what date I decided on. (laughs) It's not the 11th of November, everybody. It's the 12th. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, as always, let's get those plugs out of the way. If you'd like to get in contact with us here at Operation Reality Shock, feel free to drop us a tweet or a DM on the Twitters. Yeah, let uh, us know how you're celebrating New Year's. Exactly. So uh, search at RetroShockPod on Twitter. Feel free to drop us a tweet or a DM. Let us know what you would like to hear on the show in 2019, be it about an old movie, TV show, video game, or even something a little bit on the newer side, we would love to hear from you and uh, potentially then talk about your subject on the show in the future. You can also contact us on Facebook, just search Operation Retroshock on there. Or if you are indeed enjoying the show, it would be very much appreciated if you left us a lovely uh, review or comment on all the various little places that this show is available, be it iTunes, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, uh, or Podbean. If you are on the American side of things, please do indeed, especially with iTunes at least, send us a little screenshot with your review or comments uh, because we can't see that side of things because of the two different stores. It's like the John Cena uh, version of reviews. We can't see it. But yes, everybody, welcome to this New Year's Eve edition of Operation Retroshock. And we thought it uh, nothing more appropriate than to talk about the things that we are looking forward to in 2019, Chris. 2019, my lord. It's starting to get a wee bit scary now, isn't it, in terms of the, these little years ticking away? It's just the fact that, you know, you look back and then it was like, oh, it's July. And then it's like, oh, Christmas is over. And you're like, okay, after New Year's, what really is there? Oh, my birthday, yay. <laughs> another number, another number. Oh, God, don't even start with that one. Jeez. But yeah, it's we're getting we're getting into that scary territory now with... Um, these years that all the movies that we used to grow up on mm. you know that were set in the future we're getting into that sort of territory now we're already past the likes of back to the futures 2015 yeah. and all and we're heading well into that 2020 territories creeping up now so it is so uh goodness knows we're still waiting on the self-tying shoelaces and we're still waiting on the the flying cars but sure Thank- thankfully if we don't get you know like robots that can morph into any physical aspect or whatever and chase after me and like running like Ned Flanders. Speaking of robots and advanced AI, did you hear the funny story coming out of Russia, by the way? No. Um, that apparently they had this big showcase, uh, you know, showing like, oh, look at our, you know, amazing advanced AI robots. It turned out that it was a man in a robot suit. Oh, wow. Doing all of the things. Okay. Not like them to, you know, Try and pull the wool over anybody's eyes. So, uh, <laughs> somebody's watched Short Circuit. I'm like, no, we can't do that. Yeah. Just put them in a robot set, then that'd be better. But, yes, everybody, this is going to follow a reasonably similar format to uh, our uh, best of 2018 and a bit of our Christmas uh, special that we did. In terms of, we're going to talk about mainly the movies, the TV shows, the video games, etc., that are coming out in this uh, next year. That uh, we're particularly looking forward to seeing, be it on the big screen or at home on the small screen or wasting, well I shouldn't say wasting, uh, but uh, watching the hours fly past uh, while playing our favourite video game. So we'll start off with movies Chris. Okay. Give me your number one most anticipated movie 
for 2019. I can probably guess. You see, it's probably a bit of a hard one, uh, but I if, can probably guess which one you If you were for. to ask me three years ago, I would have said Star Wars without a shadow of a doubt. But Chris, being Chris as he is now, would say, now we know, is Avengers Endgame. Um, because I want to see what happens to everyone. Um, we obviously had the teaser trailer come out not too long ago. Star, Star Wars, I will always love Star Wars. Um, this sounds like a tragic story of do you ever heard, love. Did you ever hear the story of Darth Plagueis Mars? <laughs> he was like Star Wars and I watched The Last Jedi and then didn't like it anymore. No, that's, <laughs> no, that's completely false. Um, no, it's just a case of, I think because... I think because Marvel is just doing so much right, you know, like and with Infinity War being the big thing that it was and the huge success that it was, it's kind of like their Force Awakens, like their rebirth, so to speak. Um, obviously, you know, with this, we're going to see whether we see the end of Captain America, whether we see the end of Tony Stark and whether we see new people take the mantle because, you know, they can only do it for so long, you know, whether... Well, Tony does even say in the teaser trailer, part of the journey is the end. Yeah, so... Um, Don't do it to me, Tony. I'm, to me. I'm interested to see what happens to it. Um, I'm really interested to see how JJ deals with what has transpired in The Last Jedi and kind of put his stamp on it and trying to bring the, in my opinion, the fun back in Star Wars. Um, I'm not saying that The Last Jedi wasn't fun, but... For me, out of all the newer movies, it's it's down near the bottom. Mm. You know, like and you know, like we talked about the last um the last ep- few episodes where like solo was a pleasant surprise. And I think that's the thing now, is that I would love to go into watching this movie here and nothing about it, which will never happen. No, um impossible. Which <laughs> but to go in without having, you know, people going like, Oh my god, it was this or oh my god it was that I wanna go in just with my own mm-hmm vision and then just go no pun intended and then watch that and then go like i really like that or that was a perfect way to end the trilogy or i was like they should have just finished it with force awakens and just let it be but yeah i would say that end game would be the one plus the fact it's in it's out sooner so uh, it's out in april you don't have to wait as long for that one yeah so i would say that would be the big one that i'd be looking forward to there's obviously some other ones which we'll talk on to in a minute or two, but um, definitely Endgame would be my most highly anticipated movie of 2019. Now, um, I'm obviously still a bit more on the positive side of things when it comes to Star Wars. I enjoyed Last Jedi a bit more than yourself, mm-hmm. as folks have heard with previous episodes. But I it, definitely have my issues with it. Yeah, but that's the thing, is that you have a different opinion, I have a different opinion, but we respect each other's Absolutely. opinions for that. But As much I, as we rake each other. I've always said that life would be pretty boring if we all liked the same things. You know, I'd be like, oh, Alan, what did you think of that movie? That movie was splendid, Chris. What did you think? I think well, it was splendid, splendid well. too. <laughs> yes. Good-o. Yes, you know. show ends. Sorry, Karen. Um, but for someone even that is probably more excited for episode nine than you would be in the grand scheme of things, mm. it's still a very hard choice for me to make in terms of my most anticipated between Star Wars and Avengers just because of what Avengers this year handed to us Mm -hmm. you know as in where is this story going to go Mm -hmm. Um, whereas you know Last Jedi kind of ends and you're like oh right okay they both end in a real diner Mm -hmm. you know so they both do you know they both end in a diner that Somebody big from that universe has gone. Well, in Marvel, it's like several people. <laughs> um, but yeah, somebody has gone. So it's like, right, well, where do you go from here then? What do you do next? But which one are you more intrigued with? And for me, I would probably edge more towards Avengers in that mm-hmm. regard. Um, I do agree with you. I think it probably helps that it's out sooner. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Um Teaser trailer didn't reveal much when it comes to Avengers. You got a bit of stuff. But that's what you want. Absolutely. You know, like Well, it's a teaser. I don't um I don't like trailers that give the whole plot away or give like a big key thing or away. Make it obvious. Yeah, or it's like, you know, like fair enough they could have done without the whole Ant Man thing, in all honesty. But like again, 
with going pa- with past Marvel trailers, you look at things and then they don't end up in the in the actual in film. the actual yeah. film. So it could be a case of here's a red herring, but like <gasps> they know about Ant Man. I think part of the Ant Man inclusion in the teaser trailer is probably because Marvel have went right. This trailer is a bit of a downer here. Yeah. So let's kind of have a wee upbeat bit at the end. Yeah. Sort of thing and kind of. Who better really than Ant Man, sort mm-hmm. of thing? Who better than Canyon? Um, and there's already theories flying about about that footage. And yeah. is he actually in the past and it's an archive shot? Yeah, and some stuff? people said about Captain Marvel because in her, he, she may rescue him because on her plane it's actually circled that it says rescue. And yeah. you're like, wow, just picking at anything here. But yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, Interesting because um, what is it? Who's the name of that artist that you got the thing oh, from? Oh, Boss, Boss Logic. Logic yeah. yeah, he did a thing. I think it was around the time of Avengers three, and it was like that shot, and it's Pepper's pregnant, mm-hmm. and it's like this hologram of Tony talking to her, and you kind of get that almost in this trailer. Yeah, yeah. In that Tony's sitting there and he's getting the helmet to record what is potentially his last message. Yeah to Pepper and all and it's all very emotional and of course everybody's extremely excited that Cap shaved um, oh god I don't know and he's got the baby face back but you see just that little thing of like how far will Captain America go here because you know uh, Black Widow is like you know it's you know it's going to work Steve yeah. and he's like I hope it does basically because yeah, I don't know what to. I'm going to do yeah, if, exactly, if it yeah. doesn't yeah uh, but it is. It was a nice tease, and I think it was the perfect time for it heading into Christmas because it just yeah. you know amps you up. One issue with it though. Oh, not enough banner. Not enough banner. Yeah, um, he banner. was just looking sad at one point, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, he always has that. You know, the one arm here, the arm on top of it, and then the kind of rest mm. of his chin, or they're just looking really, you know. But um, it kind of does look like what we talked about. A good bit of go on a retro shock news is happening. In the regard that we've finally got the Avengers trailer out there now, and we're going to very soon thereafter see a Spider Man, yeah, uh, trailer come out, uh, which is going to be really weird considering the outcomes of Avengers three. But you know, speaking of speaking of, I don't think we'll see a Spider Man trailer. I think this is going to be like a Han Solo. I don't think we'll see a Spider Man trailer until after Avengers. What do you think? Yeah. Because and they showed a trailer at the CCXP, which is like a Mexican comic con place. Okay. Uh, Arriba. Um, when, Jeez, Chris. Speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of which, when do you think we'll see our first Star Wars trailer then? Because bear, it would be soon. Bear in mind that we saw a trailer around this round November December for JJ's uh, for for that, and then we saw one obviously you know like around April time, and then it was like more July time. It was like. Well, obviously, um, Celebration was the big one. That's what I was going to say, is when is Celebration, is it April yeah. or yes. March? Could be around April or May, I think. The two logical times that we're going to see, you know, the Episode 9 trailer, are going to either be at Celebration mm-hmm. or before Infinity War. You know, as in the, okay. the big trailer yeah. that's attached. Okay. Not to Infinity War, sorry, Endgame. Okay. Avengers. It's all Avengers, really, yes. at the end of the day. It's the same story. It's yes. continuation. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that would be the two logical places okay. to see it. You could get surprised and they drop another one. Um, I think dropping another Disney-based trailer right now would probably be a bit much. Yeah. Because we had Captain Marvel, then we've had Avengers, then there's the potential for Spider-Man. We've had Toy Story, we've had Lion King. There's a lot of Disney yeah. trailers uh-huh. floating about there at the moment, so you don't really want to saturate the market too much. Let people focus on what you've got there. Yeah. Maybe in the new year, you never know what we might get. But uh, definitely anticipation for both Avengers and Star Wars is still pretty darn high for me. Um, let's not forget another MCU one, Captain Marvel. What have you thought of the trailers so far for that? Oh, this is definitely going to be... This is going to be like Guardians, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, that I don't know that much about the character. Yeah. And, you know, the trailer looks good, don't get me wrong, but it's like, okay, it's there. You know, like Fury playing with the cat. Okay. Um, but I think this is one that's going to be a lot different from all the other ones. 
Um, but it'd be interesting to see if it, obviously it's set like back in the 80s, so I would like to see it with 80s themes, you know, like they did with the original trailer whenever you saw like the blockbuster video thing and things like that. I want to see... I want to see that world. I want to see the 80s world, you know, like very much like in Stranger Things, whenever, you know, like Eleven's playing with the TV and then He-Man comes on or she's trying to make the Millennium Falcon float and things like that. I want to see stuff pertaining to the 80s in that. Um, not just for S.H.I.E.L.D., but like in the actual world yeah. itself. Um, it's 80s and 90s, like, so hitting on those themes would be nice. Um, I do think it's quite cool that her uh, cat is called Goose. So it's a Top Gun nod. Oh, right, okay. So it is, even though the cat in the comic was Chewie. Oh, okay. Obvious. Yeah. What that was about. Um, But in the comic, the cat is an alien. Mm. So it is. So there's the potential that that sneaks its way in as well. But um, this is probably, this is definitely, I would say, probably in my number three slot behind Star Wars and Avengers for, you know, up there for most anticipation of the year. Simply because... It's a fresh character. I would say, oh, I would say that in terms of excitement, I think it would be fifth on my list. Mm, well, we'll have to find out what your other ones are. Oh, in a moment. Yes. Uh, but yeah, the trailers. Some people have been critical on the trailers, saying that they haven't been that amazing or anything. But I mean that marvelous. I think especially the second trailer that we got there where we got to see a bit more of the visuals of her in action Yeah, uh, were absolutely amazing and the main consensus that's come out of them has been like uh, Thanos right now and it was someone posted a gif of uh, <laughs> Odin from Ragnarok when it's Loki realising that Thor's back and it's oh mm-hmm. you know that yeah. one yeah, um, that he's going to be pooping in his pants after seeing all that but no I'm really excited to see this proper female led Marvel universe mm-hmm. movie now um, and then eventually where that goes if we get that Black Widow movie that's to be expected but no I'm definitely excited about that what are your other anticipated ones then if this is number 5 Lion King and Toy Story ah right okay um, Lion King trailer just looked absolutely stunning um, the fact that they did it it wasn't until I watched I obviously I remember bits and pieces because you remember when like whenever the trailer was back in like the early nineties. But whenever you see it side by side and you know you see everything done the same way, and you're like, wow, that's just it's a, it's something new, but it's something old at the same time, and it's something that looks familiar but mm-hmm. doesn't. And then that was just oh, and then just to uh, you know like just to hear the music and then. You know, like whenever you hear Elton John score over it and then whenever you hear James Earl Jones talk was great. But the likes of Toy Story, you know, like that's going to be something that even whenever Tim Allen was saying that he recorded his last line and he got like quite emotional recording it. And it's like, oh, what's that going to be then? You know, so that's going to be something that those two big ones are going to be something that um, a lot of people will be very, very excited for. Um, Aladdin not so much um, because like we've talked about before you know like how do you eclipse Robin Williams Will Smith's great and all but uh, you're going to keep thinking Robin Williams I, I could be wrong you could go into it and then Will Smith could have you you know like hooked hooked no pun intended hooked hey. Robin Williams um, but yeah he could have you you know like in the palm of your hands near enough and then just go like oh he was great and go like yeah it was good but it's almost like saying to JR and the King you're my favourite commentary team apart from Grilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan yeah. you're my favourite genie apart from Ron Williams yeah it's almost like saying that to him you know? which to be honest isn't bad praise really oh, at the no, end of the day no, when no. you know your favourite genie's Robin Williams uh, now I'm not going to say these next two that I have or my final two that I have here anyway I just was going for ones that, you know, the obvious ones at the beginning and then maybe the lesser obvious ones towards the end. Definitely I'm up for Lion King, Toy Story, all those sort of ones. Okay. Um, but another one that I think is kind of, at this moment in time at least, kind of all the kind of hype and interest is maybe fizzled out a bit post-Comic-Con is Shazam. 
I totally forgot about that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The kind of the whole kind of but that's buzz DC. that was there. That's DC for you. That's it. It's kind of simmered away. I wonder are we going to probably get a new trailer for that in the new year to kind of build its buzz back I up a bit? I think after Aquaman, yeah, um, we probably will do. I think um, like with um, Last Jedi, they didn't show a trailer for Solo until... Last Jedi kind of bandwagon had died down. I think once the Aquaman one, because obviously it'll still be in cinemas, um, once that is gone, I think that's whenever they'll move on to Absolutely. that. Then you know, be going to go see Aquaman movie over the weekend. I forgot about that completely that it was out. Um, but definitely, everybody knows that I enjoy Zachary Levi's performances and all. So I'm definitely looking forward to uh, Shazam next year. Just need to see uh, some more footage and kind of get mm-hmm. the hype build up again to get it kind of maybe pushed yeah. up the list again in terms of anticipation. Last one for me, and you're probably going to shake your head. Detective Pikachu. <laughs> That's why I said I wasn't going for ones that were necessary really, at the top of I'm my really anticipation su- list. I'm really surprised you didn't add Sonic onto that as well. <laughs> There's such drama behind that, isn't oh, there? Oh, there really is. Um... I think that's probably a, a fantastic comparison between the two here, you know, with you know both video game characters getting movies, you know, that are potentially coming out next year. Is Sonic next year or twenty twenty? I can't remember. Twenty nineteen, I think. Um but whereas Detective Pikachu got fairly favourable, you know, positive vibes coming out after its trailer came out and said that oh You've actually kind of done reasonably well with the Mr. Look of things. Mr. Mime, though, looks He was freaky, freaky yeah. But Mr. Mime was always freaky, really, when you think He's about no it. He's no eyebrows. <laughs> but, That's especially cool. at least the look of Pikachu and most of the other Pokemon, mm. everybody's like, That's actually, you've done really well there. Whereas, you've seen these kind of motion posters and this other weird poster of Sonic sitting on top of like the San Francisco Golden oh Gate Bridge. God. And it's like these hairy legs and you're just like, what is this? Yeah. You know, it, it looks genuinely worrying. There's a third poster that's apparently leaked out, but you don't know, we don't know 100% yet if it's legitimate at this moment in time of recording. And it does look a bit weird. So it does... Um, no, not for me. Whether we're going to break this video game curse anytime soon is another thing altogether. So we'll find out whether that happens in 2019. But no, I'm intrigued for Detective Pikachu. Is it in my top five most anticipated? No. But is it one that I will uh, go and see and switch the old brain off and have a good time at the movies? It will indeed. Fast and Furious 84, I'm really looking forward to as well. And next up is the move into television, Chris, I of 2019. I thought you were going to say movies, but like, no, Alan, we've already done movies. No, it's the move into television of 2019. And I was actually quite surprised with the amount of, you know, a list I came up with here. Because okay. I initially thought, right, I'm going to have a very small list. Because when we've been doing these shows, I've been kind of probably more the movie guy and you've been more the TV guy yeah. on this you know, with me going to the cinema a wee bit more. But uh, I think the first one to discuss is the obvious one that uh, we would probably both go for, and that is Game of Thrones mm-hmm. for 2019. It's not that far away now. No. It'll be out after Avengers. Indeed. Uh, that's going to be a heck of a time of the year, isn't it, yeah, really, when you think really about is. it? Um, I think definitely we were talking about what our most anticipated movies were. Mm-hmm. I think this probably is right up there when it comes to most anticipated TV. Yes. Oh, totally. Um, the You get to see a bit more of behind the scenes of the show when you live over here. So you, you get to see you know the pictures of sets yeah. and hear the stories uh, coming out about you know how long a certain thing took to record and film and stuff like that. There's one particular battle that's coming up in the next season that I think they spent like 40 separate nights recording. Yeah, it was longer than the battle of the, the other thing um, uh, that I can't say. Of children born out of wedlock. Yes, so it was um, longer than that one and that was amazing. So if that was took a while and this is taking even longer, I was like, holy moly, but like... 
What do they have up their sleeve? What do we actually have in store? Could it end up being like an entire episode is basically like a non-stop battle or action yeah. sequence or Very something? Very much like the end of Lord of the Rings or something like that. Very much so. So it is very intriguing just obviously where this is going to go where this is going to end Mm -hmm. who if anybody is going to end up on the iron throne yeah um or will it just end kind of not going to say anticlimactically in the sense of just uh that the whites and the walkers and all those just wipe out everybody and then that's the show ends it's like uh, like, bye everyone yeah welcome (laughs) to game of thrones with dinosaurs and everyone dies yeah um let's instead of talking so much and just saying oh i'm really excited about game of thrones let's make a prediction then okay let's go with just who do you think (laughs) if you're gonna ask me who i think i end up on the throne yes that one we did that in work and one of the characters they said died Oh, very quickly. Well, based on who's alive right now, okay. Who well, do you think I had I chose I chose Littlefinger previously. Okay, because I thought that that would be such a way to end it would be somebody who you didn't think you'd be like, so manipulative and then just sitting there. I, I just pictured him sitting there with a, like a glass of wine in his hand, kind of like smirking around as if he going like I've done it. I honestly think that one person who will end up on it and will need a booster seat will be Tyrion. I'm pretty much in agreement there i think there's a good chance that he could be the one that ends up on the throne which is quite funny in the sense of it would be a lannister on the throne again still at the end of it all after all of this it ends up being a lannister again on the throne of course there is thoughts and rumors that people think he is another targaryen by blood relation um the whole three dragon you know the three heads of the dragon and stuff like that spoilers um john snow being one Daenerys being one, mm-hmm. who's the third? Could it be Tyrion? Um, another one that I think could be an outside shout, I think could be Arya. Okay. Uh, because obviously she's become fairly efficient in terms of assassinations and all those sort of things. But I could see her maybe being more, you know, in the north still. Mm-hmm. You know, remaining in the north after yeah. it all. Maybe... Um, I, I don't think I do not think by the end of this final season that Jon Snow is alive I think one of the ones that I would love to see on the throne would be Jamie with Brienne <laughs> beside beside him you know like in, no, just have it as Tormund and Brienne well yeah or the big, what, yeah, the big lady that or uh, <laughs> or uh, Jorah send uh, you know Daenerys but like Khaleesi I love you join me friends um, yeah uh, yeah yeah I think that this is going to have a big death. And so are you going to say that John is your... Right, if we're going with that, I want you to pick a big character that get kills, gets killed off because I've got one in my head that right That gets now. killed off, yeah. right, okay. Yeah. See, I think... No, not a background character, but a no, big, no, 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 a no, big, no, no, big... No, absolutely, no. Um, see, I, I say Jon Snow, but then you also have to think, right, they've already killed him before. Mm-hmm. So you're like, will they do it again? I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them. <sighs> when it comes to other big characters, I think Cersei has to die. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think Cersei has to die. I think that if she dies... Because that is prophesied you I, know, in, her, in her whole thing that she got from like the witch and stuff like I that. I think that if she dies, something's going to play into Tyrion becoming quite evil. Oh, right. You, you think know, he's I, gonna become quite evil? I think because even though he hated his sister, he loved her at the same time. Oh yeah. And wouldn't want to see any harm. And he says, so, "I, you know, I always loved the children." Yeah. So I don't know whether, but I think that's a good call. I think that she's going to be the one who dies. I can see this. Lord, of, I could. Lord I can see at least half of the big. I can see out. this game of the throne. Game of Thrones. I can see the first episode. Somebody big dying. Oh yeah. Like no, straight totally. away. Like. Boom, I think straight first away. straight out the gate, somebody has to go. Yeah. Probably. Um, whether that is, you know, proper big, big main cast. Yeah. Or someone else reasonably prominent, like a Tormund or someone else or Sam or... Um, Who's the guy who... Oh, the guy who trained Jamie. Um, the one who's played by... Not Robson Green, the other one. I know who you mean. I uh, know who you mean. Jerome Flynn. Yes, yes. Yeah. I can't um, never remember his name. He'd be someone Edwin wouldn't want to die, and Jorah is my favourite character, so I don't want I, him to I die. And I think we'll probably see another dragon die. 
Yeah. So whether that's um, Drogon or um, well, who was the one who died? In Frank. The Not Frank. Um, I think it was. Sorry if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, by the way. I did say spoilers <laughs> earlier, so uh, they have been warned. Uh, Viserion was the one who does that, died by spear. Oh yeah, throw. yeah. Um, damn, that's that's annoying that I forgot the other name. It's always when you come off the top of your head. It's not a case of they're easy to names to remember, like you know. I'm usually pretty good with Game of Thrones I'm names, terrible. but I think it's maybe because I've had that break. That it's kind of just. I've only just like there. I've actually amazed that I've actually remembered remembered some names because sometimes. Oh yes, and I definitely think the Greyjoy boy is gonna die. The uncle, you're the one that was sucking up to Cersei and all. You're the one that stole the throne out of Yara's. Oh yes, grasp and all. Um, I definitely think he has to die because he's an absolute bleep. So as much like um, with the Battle of the Bleeps yeah. as, as well. So many bleeps, everybody. Yeah. It's Game of Thrones. What do you expect? I still think... One character I think we're going to, we haven't seen the last of, uh, I think Ramsay Bolton's going to make an appearance. Even though he's been hit by doggies? I think what's going to happen is he's going to be in like a... Almost like... Not like an Anakin Skywalker, but something like he's going to be in like a, a tin of... Like an armour... Ooh. And then you're just going to see the veil go up and you're just going to see those eyes. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you know it's Intriguing, Christopher. Mm-hmm. I like this. Um, don't know whether this is going to be one you'll check out or not, but it's one that I'm going to at least check out the first episode or two and see what it's like. And that's the Watchmen TV show that's coming out. I've never seen the film. I have the comic book and I've never read it because it's a big... It's a big book. Yeah, <laughs> It's it a big is. book. Um, well, the movie, obviously, it's, uh, again, we talk about DC in the way of things. It's a Zack Snyder. Okay. Uh, and has a Zack Snyder extended cut uh, that everybody's clamoring for when it comes to Justice League. Um, I enjoyed the movie enough. <clears throat> it's uh, very different to anything that you get used to, even with DC or Marvel. Um, but it's one I'm interested to see because it's going to be on HBO. Okay. So it's going to have the same money and the same backing that's something like Game of Thrones has. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be something they're going to skimp on stopping up the dosh to mm-hmm. you know make good looking episodes and stuff. So I'm intrigued to see that. I'll probably be checking out the first episode or two of that one. Is there any other ones from next year that are uh, coming out of you? Even, I, even a returning show that's coming back? One that I'll probably check out just to see how it pays homage to the original is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh yeah, There's about that one. been a lot of people you know, saying that, in my opinion, it shouldn't be called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It should be called something like the next Vampire Slayer because the end of Buffy, um, there's loads of Slayers and they all escaped. So you could have had somebody from that, you know, like in kind of transition from that but again it's probably just because the name will get so much dollars IP, IP reaction yeah. um, and then obviously season 3 of Designated Survivor would be one that I'm really looking forward to but the, uh, terrestrial TV now is just like we rely so much on American TV oh it's ridiculous you know, you know. it actually is uh, one show that I have in here that uh, I think would maybe slip under the radar for a lot of people is the Harley Quinn show that's coming out the cartoon. Oh, right. Um, that has, what's her face in it? Tara Strong. No, 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 it's not. It's uh, oh, Big Bang. Oh, Killy Cuckoo, uh-huh. whatever she's called. Uh, she's doing the voice of Harley Quinn. And it did, I've se- haven't seen the snippet, but it does. Yes, yeah, it she does. She sounds quite yeah, good. Uh-huh. Has it. She does. Um, and they're very on the nose with people saying DC is dark and all yeah. and that sort of thing. So if it has that again, almost... Deadpool-esque kind of breaking of the fourth yeah. wall style yeah. stuff where she talks to camera or something like that I think could be pretty neat it's going to be on their streaming service so whether it crops up on Netflix for us over here mm-hmm. that's what's happened for a lot of shows that are on like exclusive streaming services in the States another show we'll talk about in a wee while is like that but it appears on Netflix uh, Black Lightning's the same yes it's that's on right. Netflix for uh-huh. us over yeah. here whereas it's you know CW Still in the States that. I know, it's one I keep meaning to go to. I'll maybe uh, wait for season two to come. Obviously, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention The Mandalorian, Clone Wars, and then if we get all these Marvel ones this Absolutely. year as well. Absolutely. We have finally got the official announcement of Pedro Pascal as The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. It only took them like three months since we first talked about this, I think. I think we talked this way back yeah. when on the yeah. news uh, that he was... Uh, 
all but confirmed to be portraying the, the actual title character, the Mandalorian, in the show. What was it? Something about that if an agent or a representative has to deny it, it's probably true. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Yeah. It's true. Um, I think another interesting thing, actually, out of the Mandalorian that came out in the cast list that was announced is Apollo Creed, isn't it? Carl Weathers. Really? Is in the cast. Okay. So you're going to have Apollo Creed in the Star Wars universe. Nick Nolte's in it as well. So he is. Um, uh, So there's an interesting cast Mm -hmm. attached to it. And you have Gina Carino as well that's in it, um, who was in the first Deadpool and Fast and the Furious as well. Okay. The former MMA fighter. So she's in there too, whether she's going to be an associate of the Mandalorian or not. Yeah. They also clarified exactly when it occurs. And that's five years after Return of the Jedi. Okay. Um, in the Outer Rim. And I thought this was an interesting way, the way they phrased it. And it makes the premise of what they're going to do with it even more interesting is that it's in the Outer Rim and like five years down the line of the Death Star being blown up and the Empire, you know, falling in the Outer Rim, people don't really care. Yeah. You know, to them it doesn't really matter because they've been in the Outer Rim the whole time. The influence maybe of the Empire out there has been maybe on the minimal side for most planets in the mm-hmm. Outer Rim. So the folks out there, the Empire being around or not, isn't maybe that big of a deal. Yeah. So I think that's intriguing that they've put that in there. But yes, definitely Mandalorian is right up there when it comes to anticipation for the, the shows. Loki, Scarlet Witch, you know, as you say as well. Basically, you should just probably put a header there. Disney Plus yes, uh-huh. is probably uh, a proper one to go with. Clone Wars as well mm-hmm. is fantastic. Can't wait to see it. Um, just what way exactly they round that out. Yeah. Whether we will get any sort of crossover with uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Whether you kind of get it going up to the point where Sith yeah. starts. Yeah, where they're basically right, we need to go and rescue the Chancellor. Yeah. And they're like, there's just them and then all the clones going after them. Yep. Um, Stranger Things 3. Oh, I, forgot, I totally forgot this about year that. Coming up as well now. Again, this is me, typical. Have not seen season one and two of Stranger Things. You, sorry, you haven't seen season one or two? No, but I'm properly going to make the effort and watch them all this you, year in preparation. So you've seen the film The Goonies before? Yes. Do you like The Goonies? Yes. Okay. Think The Goonies, but with science fiction twist is the best way. Sorry that I've mentioned a couple of things that happened. Oh no, don't, don't worry. I, um, I knew kind of those sort of things. Yeah, but... Eleven was special and stuff like that. But it is one... Season one is obviously great. Season two is good, but you don't have the gang altogether. There are, like, some people over here, some people over here, uh, and it's good and all, but it's just nowhere... There's one standout character in the second one, which I don't want to mention. Okay. Um, but he is great. Okay. That's all cool. I'll say. Uh, now, this is one that you probably, I don't know, maybe you have, maybe you haven't heard of this show that's coming out next year. And it's one that I'd forgot about until I was doing a quick bit of research before okay. putting together my list. And it's a show that's going to be called Good Omens. No. So it is. And I'm going to tell you two of the stars in it, and I think probably one of them will make you go, is this David ah. Is this David Tennant and... Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen, yes. I've yes. seen pictures of it. Um, and David Tennant looks... Martin Sheen almost looks like Jack Michael, Frost. Michael, Michael, Michael. Sheen, sorry. It's a very easy mistake for um, me. I've done he it for years. almost looks like Jack Frost. Yeah. Um, just like, you know, like so white and then Tennant's got the sunglasses on, the spiky hair. Yeah. I have seen photos of it, but I just didn't know what it was called. It's called Good Omens. And this is where I think maybe your interest might get a little bit peaked as well. It's not only because of Tennant, of course. Mm. Um, but it is, well, the premise of it is a comedic apocalyptic fantasy story. And I think they're kind of almost going to be like, you know, the devil and angel on your shoulder yeah, sort of thing. Uh-huh. But it's written by Neil Gaiman. Okay. Who, of course, did uh, the episode of Doctor Who with Matt Smith. And what's her name from EastEnders way back when? You know, the human embodiment of the TARDIS. Oh, no. Coronation Street, Sharon Jones. That's the one. Okay. Um, British Soaks, not my strong uh, Doctor's Wife. Doctor's Wife. He did that episode, okay, which I think is one of the... Yeah, it's one of my favourite ones. Which yeah. is a fantastic episode of Doctor Who. So he's behind it. And it's also... It was him and Terry Pratchett. 
as well before Terry Pratchett passed right. away. Okay. So it, that really for me I think has big potential. Yeah. Next year, and it's definitely one I'm checking out simply based on the two actors alone. Yeah. Never mind Neil. Is Gaiman. this going to be like an Amazon Prime thing or? I'm not hundred percent sure? sure exactly whether it's. I don't think it's a Netflix or anything. Mm. I think it's proper going to be for TV like okay. so it is. So I'll be checking out wherever it ends up. Okay. So well, uh, now I mentioned this about you know different streaming services and all another one that i'm looking forward to seeing exactly where it goes this year coming up is star trek discovery um obviously definitely i'm way more on the star wars side of things but it was one of these shows that i was like right it's on netflix i'll check it out see what i think and from what I've picked up, at least from the first season of it, it's again one of these ones that has really divided kind of Star Trek fandom. And uh, some people really liked it. Other people were like, this isn't Star Trek. You know, that old chestnut. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I definitely think the thing I have to come out of it, not being like a hardcore Trek fan or anything like that, I just thought I'd check it out. It felt very uneven. Okay. Throughout the first season, there's certain episodes that are like, oh, that's, that's really good. That's enjoyable. There's certain characters that are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other episodes that are pretty bad. And then there's, you know, some of the characters you really like go missing for a few episodes. And you're just oh, like, great. I was like, you know, bring them back, please. You yeah. know, um, one of the guys, I think, what's his name? Doug Jones or something like that. Um, plays like this really tall alien. Is that the guy who was in uh, Hellboy? That's what I was right about to say. Okay. He's the boy who played Abe Sapien. Yes. Yeah, like fish kind of dude. Yeah, yeah, and all those sort of characters. Mm-hmm. He plays them. Um, he's like the second in command okay. on the starship and all. So I really enjoyed his character. So I did. He was probably one of the standouts for me. But this season, they're diving more into kind of known Star Trek. Because this is based... This, show kind of was based just before the original series where you had Spock and okay. Kirk and all in the timeline. Yeah. And they're heading in this direction that there's gonna be a, a crossing of the, the streams, so to okay. say. Um of potential, you know, characters meeting and all. So that's that's what's probably pulling me back to watch the second season. If that wasn't happening, I probably would have stepped away. Okay. I would say. Uh, sticking with Star Trek though there's going to be a Picard one yes I remember, I remember hearing about that um, and I think you know again I've never been a big Star Trek guy but Patrick Stewart's fantastic so mm-hmm. on him alone I'll be checking out that when it comes out I think it isn't actually going to be out till near this time next year anyway okay. so it's going to be way towards the end of 2019 um, yeah Loki as well as we mentioned is probably a big one for me. Yeah. So it is in regards to that. Any final ones that stand out to you? I can't really think of any other ones. Um, to be honest with you, um, it's just trying to go Part through the obvious head. arrow and flash again. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Things you could, like you, that. Could re- you could repeat that over and over again. And I think we will move on to video games now to round out this episode of what we're looking forward to in twenty nineteen. Now. I actually think on this, you're probably going to have more you're looking forward to than me. Okay. Because I actually, again, much like with TV shows, I sat down and kind of had a bit of a look again back through just to refresh myself Mm -hmm. as to what's expected out in 2019. And there wasn't that many that were like, there's ones I'm interested in. Yeah. But there wasn't many that kind of lit a fire under me and was like, that's going to be a day one purchase for me. What are you interested in then? Well, three of them are Nintendo. Okay. So they are. Um, one is obviously Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, Jenny, which will be towards the tail end of the year. So uh, then there's uh, the Yoshi title that's coming out, which oh, is like Crafted the... World or something yes, like uh, that. that. does look much, gorgeous. Much like Willy World, that sort of thing. Crafted World, that looks interesting. And Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, wow. Mine are totally different then. It's in there. Well, I know one. I know what one of yours will be there. Um, another one for me is whether it actually does eventually come out in twenty nineteen or not. Is Jedi Fallen Order that's oh, God, due no. out from no. Respawn? Uh, it's scheduled for twenty nineteen. Not a chance. But it's currently down as unknown, as in when in twenty nineteen. So I chance. will be shocked if it comes out in twenty nineteen. 
If it does, however, it is one that's on the list of ones I would be like, right, okay, going to go buy that. Now, that all depends on what I actually see. If it turns out to be a big flipping shooter like Call of Duty or whatever, yeah. that completely would fall no, off the face of the this earth. Needs, this needs to be an immersive Star Wars game that's a single player game. Mm-hmm. This needs to be this modern day's Knights of the Old Republic. This needs to be something that you would love to see Bioware take a hand on and then make that, you know, like imagine that like in the Mass Effect kind of universe, you know, like your decisions, your Paragon and your Renegade taking you to the light side or the dark side, you know, like that kind of thing. That's what you want. You don't want. Yeah. If it's like another Battlefront, it's like, no, I don't want that. I want a one. I wanted something like what um, they did with the Old Republic. Uh, games and then the the cut sequences in there which people splice together and it looks almost like another movie um fair enough the game itself wasn't that great but you want something that you could play either make it an mmo you know that you could play online with your friends and go around and do Absolutely. quests together you know um rather than doing it that way pokemon like you say is going to be it's going to be big um being the first major proper generation yeah, game on the Switch. I don't think we're going to find... I think that's going to be this time next year. Aye, it'll be a November, December. I reckon it's going to be a console seller, very much like the way the Let's Go Pikachu EV1 came out towards the tail end of the year. Other ones that I'm excited for, personally speaking, uh, with Nintendo, is Animal Crossing. Oh, yes. Um, that is going to be tremendous. Um, all I ask for is no weeds. Uh, it, please <laughs> you know what's going to happen yeah I know what's going to um, you still have your switch that you can carry about with you and keep on top of it true true um, I daren't go into my GameCube one because it's probably rifled with weeds um, these are like um, you know like the little weeds not like weeds as in you know like the doobie stuff okay but yeah I'm really excited for that um, I love Animal Crossing always have done since the GameCube iteration the first one um, and then play it on the DS and things like that. Um, obviously, the big game that I'm excited for comes out in a matter of weeks is Resident Evil 2 HD Remake. I am shocked. Dad. I know. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to that game. I'm trying to stay away from because obviously they're showing so much of it they now. They are showing a lot, aren't they? And I don't want to see anything of it. I just want to kind of keep it like that and then wait until it's out and then sit down and play it um that's definitely going to be a day one purchase um for me there's not much on the xbox side of things that i'm interested in crackdown does nothing for me um the likes of um say ace combat um only other one that i could think of that you might be interested in may not be a day one purchase would be anthem yeah this is the thing it's again it's one i am so on the fence about i actually haven't I know they released a story trailer Okay. at the Game Awards there. It's actually one trailer I haven't watched yet. I need to go watch that. Maybe that will change my opinion ever so slightly as to how I feel about things. But again, it's just like you you feel a wee bit, you know, reluctant. Almost like you're saying with um, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, with Mass Effect there, you almost feel slightly kind of reluctant yeah to dive back in yeah so you are after you know the outcomes with how andromeda turned out for mass effect it's definitely something that you would need to play a beta for yeah and then get into that I side of things and i didn't get in oh dear <laughs> i don't know if i did or not i probably didn't um but yeah it's something that you would need to play first of all and don't do a fallout and bring it out two weeks before the game's out that does nothing for you you can see the state of Fallout now. They really need to do that about two it years. Well. It really has not. It's 25 quid. I was going to say it's on offer everywhere. 25 quid. Half price. That shows you the, the length they've gone to to try and shift some units of it now. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, I'm totally just kind of... Oh, there's one other one I'm excited for, which is actually out in January as well, which is the HD remake of Onimusha. Oh, yes. Which I will pick up for the Switch. Um, obviously, they're bringing out Resident Evil 1, 1, 0, and 4 for the Switch as well. Would you be picking any of them up, do you think? I'm not sure. Um, I could be tempted if it, if if it's at a good price. Yeah. That's that's always the thing is, you know, nowadays, games nowadays are so expensive that you're just like, unless 
it's one that I am like absolutely dying for. Mm-hmm. I very rarely dive in day one nowadays. That's why the likes it when you get the you know like a Spyro that comes out and it's like thirty quid. Yeah, it's such a nice pleasant surprise. Yes, they're just remasters at the end of the day, but you know it's very rare nowadays to get three games for thirty quid. Oh, totally. So it is. Um, another one that I pray and hope beyond hope. We get in 2019, you can probably guess this one, is The Last of Us 2. Okay. Whether we do get it in 2019 is another thing that's up in the air. I've heard I've heard reports that it's it's done, but if it was done, we would have got something at the Game Awards. Exactly, and they actually tweeted. Not yeah, they, they tweeted, said, they said we that we don't have anything. Yeah, we you. don't have anything, so that's... That's scary. That because two years since it's been announced. Jeez, oh, um, but round E three, I think we may get like a, we may get something to do with it, but whether we get a date or not, and round E three, that's going to be around the summertime, and then to give them like a couple of months to get it ready. That's it. Um, but I could see that being like obviously that's going to be a system seller, but I don't know whether. That could be the final one that shifts the final units yeah. towards the end of the very much cycle. Like, very much like the first one did with the PS3. Yeah. Because it was like the one that came, was coming out towards the end of its life cycle. But I don't know. Um, I really don't. There are plenty of games coming out in 2019. But there are not a huge amount that grab me. Yeah. That make me go, buy me. Play me first day, you know, get invested in this. There's no Assassin's Creed next year. Either they're on another year's break or, okay. you know, skipping a year before doing another one sort of thing. Um, oh, New Super Mario U is out on the 11th of January. That's true. It's, again, it's another Wii U port over, isn't it? But I enjoyed the first one. Oh, yeah, no, it was good. You can't, you can't go really too wrong with a Mario title at no. the end of the day, so you can't. Mario Odyssey is one I need to dive back into again. It's I was I was very much on a completionist run with that, so as I was on a ridiculous amount of moons. So so I need to dive back into that and see about rounding that out. So yeah, I, I need to do that with Zelda. Zelda's one that that's, I really That's another one to. I still haven't played, so that could be one for oh, twenty nineteen for me, is Zelda. It's like i I'm I've done like about fifty odd hours of it. And it, it's it is one of those games that you will just get immersed into. That was uh, that was the game that really helped me whenever Dad had passed away. That like, was the game that I really... Get transported to a different that, world. That was just thing. one that I just tuned everything out and I just got into that. I came to the point, this was the only time I did it where I was playing... I think I had something on the TV. And for some reason I'll just play it on my tablet. Because, I've, you know, I've got a big TV but I like to have something else in the background. Mm. And I was just playing it and I said, your battery is low. And I was like, okay. And so I, your battery is critically low. And like, oh, does press, it actually say critically low? Press the home button. It was like 7%. I was like, oh. So I had to put Stop it in it. and charge it up. And I was like, okay. But it's like the cooking in it um, and everything is just outstanding. You know, like I was like, you know, I'm, I'm running low in energy here. What I do? And it's like, how do you, you know, like went on the Google and was like, because they don't tell you any of it. You have to figure it out yourself. It's like, how to stay healthy in Zelda? And it's like cooking. It's like, well, what do I do? So you go, you have to, you know, like shoot bows and arrows at like say boxes or what, chickens or whatever. Um, and then they'll drop meat and then you drop the meat in with say a carrot and this and that and it like bubbles. Make yourself a stew. And it bubbles all along and you'll either get, you know, like diddly, 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 diddly. And then you have like, you know, how many hearts it'll, or you're like diddly, diddly, and then you just, and then he'll eat it but you'll only have like half a heart and then whenever he eats it, he'll go like, <laughs> and it's just like, it's horrible. But there's so much to do in that. I mean, I've got the Master Sword now, which is great, but um, it's just one of those ones you just, the best thing I can advise is if you're trying, if you're playing it, there's a big, these big mass things, which are your map, do that first. Oh, so it's a wee bit like uh, with Ubisoft and the Far Cry games and like the, masts that are in there yeah. and stuff like do that you, do them first of all because you'll traverse a lot of terrain 
and then you'll get like stuff done because you go like here and be like you know you have to wear different clothes to do you know like so if you run up a hill and it's ice you have to wear like um you know like fur <laughs> if you're there's like a certain place where you go to and it's all lava and you have to wear like this big steel suit so you don't <laughs> feel the heat but you can't run so you walk really slowly but it's things like that that just make it so much fun but yeah that's one I think I really need to get back into in 2019 and then obviously we were saying about the Mass Effect series as well a couple of episodes ago that that's one that we kind of want to get back into as well absolutely if they were to announce a remastered Mass Effect trilogy next year, I would be one of the happiest people. Yep. Uh, I would love that more the fact that with the third one and the online side of it. Yes, As absolutely. well. If that was to be all up to snuff, yeah. It would be amazing getting to dive back into that. Mm-hmm. So it would be fantastic. But yeah, like I said, there's nothing really drastically jumping out there at this moment in time. But that's maybe slightly part and parcel with we're getting to that stage in a life cycle of the consoles now where you're maybe going to see a lot of developers starting their development for the next generation yeah. of console. Now, I'm not sure, is Cyberpunk due this year or is Doesn't it potentially say. next gen? Doesn't say. It's one that people are unsure of, whether it'll be held for the next gen or not. Um, it's one I'm definitely intrigued about anyway. Mm-hmm. So it is, and there was another one. I cannot remember the title. It was one of those fucking ones. Remember the samurai one from E three? Oh, is she psych, S- psycho psych- or something? Sekiro psych- or something, something like that. Like yes. that. Uh-huh. Um, don't think it would be a day one one for me, but it might be one to get down the line just yeah. to try it out because mm-hmm. it again visually was stunning. I think that's been our key word. This kind of Halloween holiday Halloween season <laughs> holiday season wow. has been visually stunning for a lot yeah, of things. Lots two words, so, so keywords, keywords. Yes. Um. But yeah, that is video games then for two thousand and nineteen. Now, I teased you, Chris. This is before we round out the show. We'll be rounding out in just a second, folks. Um. I teased Chris before we started recording today of a little fact that I'd went and researched um and i said i would impart this information on him when we were doing our you know 2019 our look at 2019 so we came back with a show in february of 2018 okay so we had the 7th of february the first show of the oh, return a week before valentine's uh <laughs> went online so it did and i'm going to tell you how many shows we have done this year oh god so I am, even with three or four breaks mm-hmm. due to illness and other things for us where we had to just at the last minute not record or whatever. So since our return in February, we have done 45 shows, including this one. Right. Plus two re-records. Okay. Due to two corrupted episodes. So 47 recordings, show recordings, technically. Uh-huh. That's excluding any from the vault episodes yeah. or whatever. That's 100% episodic recordings, fresh stuff since our return. And it has been exactly when this show airs, 47 weeks since the show returned. So we've had 47 recordings, mm-hmm. 45 episodes that folks have heard, yeah, but 47 shows that we've done uh-huh. since the show's come back in 47 weeks. That's crazy. So there has been... A recording, at least by us, to match up for every week since we've come back, which I think is pretty darn impressive, considering we started out thinking, oh, this will just be a monthly thing or every two weeks thing again, and then we just got sucked right back in by the bug of it all. Mm -hmm. So we did. Um, That's something I'm looking forward to in 2019 then, is to start our new venture with Mike. Yes, and absolutely. do like a comic thing. Increase well. the variety on I the show. I was also going to pitch to you, this is just an idea off the top of my head, is obviously our wrestling episode was very popular and you know, like a lot of people got in touch with us to do with that. Whether or not even like once a month or once every couple of months, we sit down and we have a chat about wrestling, you know, dedicate an episode of RetroShock to wrestling since both of us are trying to do different things, you know, like in the wrestling world, which is obviously something that leads me on to what I'm excited for in 2019 is attending Progress 3-Day Event Super Strong Style. Now, last year, 
you're going to pay me to get to a wrestling show and then this year I'm really excited for this because that's obviously how I became in, interested in progress is doing that and um, it's just going to be nice to be at a wrestling event where it's just pure wrestling. Yeah. You know, and that's the big thing is that, you know, knowing what the brackets are, knowing what matches you're going to have and all that kind of thing. And that's the big thing that I'm looking forward to um, as well. Is there stuff in 2019 that you're looking forward to or looking forward to with a question mark after what we were talking about <laughs> earlier on? Looking forward to the question mark. I think it is. It does all boil back down to wrestling again for me as well. Uh, be that future OTT shows, whether I end up pulling the trigger for Super Strong Style or not is a question altogether. I know probably tickets are extremely hard to get a hold of in regards to that. But I think that will depend on the other thing and whether WrestleMania happens again. Um, Everybody's probably going, who's listened to that wrestling episode of ours is probably going, Mike's, Mike's, just, Mike's just dropping milk and working about what? <laughs> you know, like, what's going on here? Um glass shatters and everything like that and Austin walks in to get all the milk um, yeah certain things have arisen from the individual that normally I would have went to WrestleMania's with at least at the, the last couple of times uh, when it wasn't the big group of us uh, situations have changed for him and uh, he messaged me during the week asking would it potentially be possible to do WrestleMania outside of the packages so we're going to price all that see what happens there and who knows um, I could be in New York, New Jersey come Wrestlemania time again in 2019 we shall see about that um, that will no doubt get mentioned again on the show if it does indeed happen but no definitely more independent wrestling hoping definitely to get over for a progress show be that super strong style or mm-hmm. um, just another show of theirs yeah. all together um, it's definitely a main one to get ticked off the list. I think if you weren't to do Super Strong Style, I think if they were to do like another big event like Wembley or yes. something like that would probably be Absolutely. the big one to go yeah. for. Um, um, it would also be kind of cool. Um, it has kind of been floated out there by the likes of Simon and all to potentially come to an OTT show some weekend as well. So yeah. it would also be kind of nice if those guys came over here sometime for a show. That would be a neat one. Um, but yes, I think it's fair to say wrestling could potentially be a fairly dominant factor when it comes to events, at least. I think so. Uh, next year for the both of us. So that's definitely something uh, looking forward to that. But yes, no, definitely what you're saying there about um, having the odd dedicated wrestling show back in again into the cycle. We could call it the dominant factor. <laughs> But no, definitely having wrestling back in the schedule again uh, would be a good idea. Um, kind of again, just keeping maybe that debate of you know where independent wrestling is in yeah. comparison to mm-hmm. WWE at the moment. Because even since we last recorded our wrestling episode, my viewing of WWE has plummeted like falling off a cliff. Okay. So it has. Um, but we'll save that for another episode dedicated to it. Any final thoughts before I round things up here, Chris? Um, I just wanted to thank you for making the podcasting fun and to make it, you know, like a, you know, like obviously we've covered a whole big plethora of stuff this year, but you know, like obviously it's been challenging at times trying to get because sometimes we'll do a couple of shows back to back in order, you know, first to get a bit of a break with the likes of work and then schedules not matching up and things like that. But it's been. It's been fun seeing how our opinions of stuff have changed and then some have stayed the same. So I'm interested to see what 2019 holds in store for Retroshock and our listeners. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think it's fair to say, um, I know we've maybe, I'm not going to say neglected slightly some of the older stuff here towards the tail end of the year maybe. Um We've obviously, you know, we, we're definitely going to be keeping the likes of Retroshock News in the cycle mm. because it's always fun to talk about the nerdy, wonderful stuff that's out there at the moment. Yep. Um, and I think it's nice to, you know, give our opinions on those and obviously hear back from folks what their opinions are on those um, as well. We always love to hear that. Um, 
but we'll definitely try and get in. We did have a whole slew of things planned yeah. for the tail end of this year with certain anniversaries that were happening mm-hmm. at the tail end of this year. Who knows, they may actually happen more in the new year. We'll just have to see how that goes. Yeah, whether it's a case of we look at something like a mo- with so many movies being remade, whether we look at the classic version of it and the newer version of it and compare them. Absolutely. Um, we're not doing a point break comparison, by the way, though, please. Willy Wonka. <laughs> we could do Willy Wonka, yeah, that'd yep. be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, we'll definitely uh, dive more back into the retro side of things when it comes to topics as well, folks. Perfect segue then. Mm-hmm. Um, get in touch. Let us know what retro subjects you would like to hear us talk about on the show, be it a movie, be it a TV show, be it a video game. Be it whatever, get in touch with us on Twitter at RetroShockPod on there. Send us a tweet, send us a DM if you want to leave a bit of a longer message or feel free to contact us on Facebook, Operation RetroShock on there. Or if you would like to contact both Chris and I directly, you can tweet us. I'm at Alan GW Price, that's two L's and an A in there. And he's at Vento31. Six. You can also email me uh, vento316 at gmail.com if you'd like to just compose a little message. Absolutely. And if you have indeed enjoyed these shows this year since we've returned, we really would appreciate it. Go back and rate them all. Yes, go back and rate them all. We'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a little review or comment on the likes of iTunes, TuneIn and Stitcher and Podbean uh, where this show is available for your listening pleasure. If you are from the US please do indeed send us a little screenshot of your reviewer comment because as we mention every single time because we're in the UK we can't see it we can't see it so we can't so yes it would be really helpful if you would send it our way so this has been episode 137 of Operation Eighteen. this has been 2018 I've been Alan Price He's been Chris Finn. I have. Have a happy new year, everybody, and we'll see you in 2019. Do we need a DeLorean to get there, or...? No, it'll be here tomorrow. Okay, because we've got to go forwards to go back. And backwards to go forwards. Happy 2019, everybody. (laughs) 